with our Derech Hashem series over here. And it is uh, the second day of Purim Katan. Purim, the Mukafen Katan, the 15th of Adarishon Katan. And uh, we were just discussing right before we began how uh, the Mishabura goes with the, it seems to be the ostensible sack of the Ramah, that the uh, Halacha slash Minig of having a Suda, a special Suda in honor of Purim Katan is limited to the 14th of the first of Adar. That was yesterday. But we said we did. We're able to procure a heter. The bank of Emden and the sitter is uh, of the opinion that the idea of having an extra meal and 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 uh, of a party to celebrate Purim Cotton is not just the fourteenth; is the fifteenth as well. So one does have a heter uh, if one's looking for a heter. They have uh, nice little vimarbe today. In any case, what everyone agrees upon is that we're in the middle of Derech Hashem and. And that puts us here in Chelik Bay's Perigimel, in the middle of Dalit. Simon Dalit. We're going to try to wrap up Dalit today. Dalit's a lengthy paragraph. It's interesting that usually the Ramchal, when he has multiple ideas, he'll break them up into different paragraphs. Here, he puts a whole bunch of things into one paragraph. And we saw the last couple of days that the Ramchal, what he was presenting in Simon Dalit over here, was this idea, an interesting idea, that sometimes people will suffer. Sometimes people will suffer because Hashem is reciprocating a certain amount of neglect. Um, again, this is the section right now that Ramchal is discussing suffering. That's what we're holding in Der Hashem. He goes through all the, the, the age-old question of why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people? Why do we see suffering in this world? And conversely, why do good things happen to bad people? How come the people that we expect to suffer, they're not suffering? The people that we expect not to suffer, they're suffering? What do we do with suffering? How do we understand suffering? How do we cope with suffering? The baseline approach that we saw already before we took a break was that the, the, the most simplistic understanding behind suffering is this is what's here to, to develop, build you, and, and grow you. This is what's here to get you into Adam Haba. Suffering is not suffering. It's rather an opportunity for you to apply your Bechira. What looks to us like suffering is, in fact, very possibly a situation that Baruch Hu set up in order for me to be able to act, react, and determine what my choice of behavior is going to be, this way or that way. And this situation was customized for me to allow me to exercise my prechira, apply my prechira, and, and achieve shleimus. I, I need a series of situations like this in life to apply apply prechira to, to uh, make the right prechira. That's the only way we come away with shleimus. That's the baseline approach to suffering. And, and that's the one that is within the natural progression of the Sefer. And that's why we're going to continuously refer to that as approach zero. That's the, that's the zero approach, which means that's the baseline approach. That's the one with, which is within the whole worldview of the system that Dram Chal is exploring together with us of, of how this world works. Stage one, stage two, Eilam Eilam So we're going to be constantly referring to that as approach zero. In terms of suffering, it's here. It's, for, it's not suffering, fakir, it's an opportunity. It, it was customized just for you. This particular situation, which looks like suffering, was here for you to apply your Bechir. Very nice. Yesterday we had approach one, which, you know, if we count on our fingers, it's the second approach. We're going to call it approach number one. The second approach in understanding why people will sometimes suffer in this world is that of, again, the reciprocity, which is a little bit scary, and it again comes back to Bechira. And 
it comes as a response to neglected Bechira, to a, 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 a Bechira which has gone awry. Bechira is our biggest asset, and Hashem invests so much in us, in the world, and in, 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 in situations that we encounter in order for us to apply our Bechira. And He's rooting for us, He wants to see that Bechira go correctly, properly, not improperly. It's disappointing to the Rebbeinu Shalalem when we neglect our Bechira. We don't value our Bechira. It's the greatest gift that we have. That's our most prized possession. That's our secret weapon that gets us into. It's not even a secret. That's our powerful weapon, a weapon of mass construction that gets us into Olam Hava. The Yibayishim gets disappointed when we misuse that Bechira. And like anyone who gives a gift to someone, and I see them misusing that gift, abusing that gift, I'm not so inclined to give them more gifts. And in fact, maybe in the future, I'm going to think twice, three times, four times before I give them gifts, and I'm going to withhold gifts from them. And they're not using them properly. And if the day shall come, 30 years, 40 years from now, that they finally decide to use gifts that I gave them properly, I say, you know what, you, can, you prove to me that you really deserve this gift. You prove it to me. You've really earned the right to use it. You've trashed and abused and, 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 and sullied what I've given you for decades, you have to, like, kind of prove yourself to me. That's the second approach in Yisurin. Sometimes a Yid will suffer. The suffering means he encounters difficulties in life, obstacles in life. Things aren't working out. Things aren't going his way. You know, how come this is not working out? How come these doors aren't opening for me? How come these opportunities aren't, aren't presenting themselves to me? I, 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 you know, why? Why? Why are things not working out for me? Sometimes the answer is, because maybe up until this point in time, I wasn't using opportunities correctly, so now opportunities are getting slammed shut in my face. I have to prove myself doubly Takarish Baruch now. That would be the second, the second type of Yisurin, and if that's why a person would be suffering, so it would be in his best interest to really get his druthers about him and really um, make a concerted, focused effort on now using his Bechira properly to prove to the Rebbe Shalom that he gets the point, that he gets the message, he, he gets, the, he gets the, 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 uh, the deal, and he is taking his Bechira Seriously, now where he was previously neglecting it. Okay, so that's Yisurin type one, which is the second type of Yisurin we're encountering. Sometimes people will have impediments, obstacles in life that are getting in the way of what they want to do because they've been making bad decisions. Hashem is making it more difficult now for them to make good decisions. Okay? Tshuva doesn't help. Tshuva does help. Tshuva does help. They're going to have to work harder. They're like they dug a hole, they got to get out of the hole. They got to get out of the hole. Certainly, tshuva helps. Tshuva always helps. But you know, they dug a hole. They're going to have to do, like, they're going to have to work harder than tshuva than somebody that that was, you know, in a good place and he slipped a little bit. He doesn't have to work as hard because he only slipped a little bit. Hashem is still keeping doors open for him. This person doors may have uh, have, have shut in his face. So certainly, he can do tshuva. But you know, he's he's now has to bang harder at the door. That's right, because the door is shut. It's locked. A few locks went up. He's got to bang, 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 bang till those doors open. But he really has to show Akash Baruch that he's very serious. Yeah? Okay. Um, so continuing along. The Efshir. The Efshir. Now here's a little bit unusual that this is not a new paragraph because this really is a new idea. The Efshir she yigzuru alav Sometimes a person will suffer in this world. And again, suffering means... Suffering from without, things aren't aren't working out for me. So this is going wrong. This is uh, I have this sudden catastrophe, crisis, or or or, or um, a conundrum that I have to deal with. That's taking up my time, taking up my headspace. A sudden expense, a sudden health problem, a sudden 
headache. That's what we're talking about in terms of tzaras, in terms of suffering. It's possible that sometimes a person will encounter tzaras. Preventative yusurin. Sometimes a person will encounter setbacks and obstacles to prevent him from doing something that's not good. Now this sounds like an act of compassion. And it is an act of compassion. Sometimes you serve our compassion. But compassion for whom? Compassion for the guy himself? Not necessarily. Maybe it's compassion for the rest of humanity. Let's see. This can occur. That should be manig. In my print it says minhag, but it's, I don't know what it is. In the, you guys have... Hamanahig. Hamanahig, okay. Hamanahig elyon. Manahig or the manhig elyon. This will occur when the, the lofty supreme guide of the universe, the one who is guiding and running the universe, knows um, that, that um, the outcome of this act is, 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 is really not good and is going to be destructive. It's not going to be good for humanity. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu will sometimes send a Russia suffering, put obstacles in his way, Yisurin, to prevent him from doing something he shouldn't do. But this is not compassion on the Russia, it's compassion on humanity. So sometimes a Russia will suffer, and specialized suffering, to, to, to save the rest of the world. So this guy wants to go, Chas Shalom, and, and stage a terrorist attack. He'll get to his car, the car won't start. The car won't start. The car won't start. He won't be able to get there. So that's his suit. Oh, well, you know, he starts cursing at the car in Arabic. How come the car won't start? He gets stuck at all the red lights. He gets stuck behind the train. Right? And he's supposed to be at a certain place, certain time. Well, he's supposed to detonate. He gets stuck behind the train. Everything detonates with him in the trunk. Okay? So uh, why he gets stuck behind the train? That's Yasurin. It's Yasurin. That's suffering. He wanted to make, make the, get, get a, that's the railroad crossing right before the train comes. He wanted the car to start. Comes the car, somebody, some guy of siphoned off his, his, his gasoline the night before. You know, you think people don't do this anymore. I remember this from when I was a kid. You know, I have to worry about people siphoning your gas. And my parents, <sighs> the car in Beit they told me that it happened in the middle of the night. Somebody came and siphoned out all the gas from their gas tank. From <laughs> Beit Shemesh. Can you believe such a thing? Yeah. The gas, well, you know, it's not as cheap as it used to be, gas. Anyway, so, uh, I, like, what are you going to do with that? You, know, you can't sell it. You're going to sell that gas to somebody else? Use yourself? I guess use yourself. I know it's just that's strange. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, a full tank of gas. Yeah. How many of those canisters do you need to siphon off a... Uh, a car has 13 gallons. How many gallons is one of those things you hold? One. Five. Five gallons? Your tank is probably around 17 gallons. <laughs> no, but it used to be big. No, the small cars, this was small cars. Yeah, it's like yeah. 12, 13 gallons. Uh, oh, they're, they're a station wagon. Uh, so you get our Ford Transit over there. That Ford Transit, that holds like a whole... Uh, it's five gallons for each of those 15 seats. Anyway, um, so, so uh, you could have such a thing, conceivably, that a Russia will suffer to thwart his plans, to save the rest of humanity. So that would be, this is, this is uh, you know, when we're putting the whole sugi together, there's clearly a distinct type of Yisurin unto itself. So we would call this Yisurin type two, the third, third example of Yisurin, specialized Yisurin. And it's interesting because, you know, this is guys of Russia, so you would think, is it a big deal? To have a Russia suffer? Why does it have to be a specialized type of concern? The answer is yes. As we're going to see in a moment, we really know this. Rambam is going to speak it anyway. Everything has to be with a cheshvan. Everything has to be with a plan. Everything has to be accounted for. We can't just say, well, he's a Russia. 
so let him suffer. He's a Russia, so we don't care about him. The, the, the system of mishpat, of justice and Hashem's justness, has to be satisfied. So this does have to be, um, you know, registered over here. As a as hype of Yisur, and you can't just say, well, in order to save humanity, of course well, the Russia will suffer. What do we care about the Russia? We do care about the Russia. We care very much about the Russia. And we care very much about the system of Mishpat and Sadek being met. So the, the question then will be, what did he do to earn the suffering? The answer is, the answer is, it's there to prevent him from something that he should be doing. So that that's the that's the that's, that's what earns him the Yisurin, so to speak. This is uh, the, the the his we're, we're going based on his plot and his plan. And in order to neutralize his evil plans, we will send impediments his way. Why do he deserve that? He deserved that because of the evil plots and plans that he's planning on doing. And, says the says the Ram, David HaMelech says in Tehillim, a Pasuk that, that requests Hashem to sometimes send out these specialized types of suffering. Hashem, do not grant the whims of the evil. His, his dastardly plots, Al-Tafik, do not allow to come to fruition. In other words, he's davening that Hashem should send obstacles and impediments and thwart the plans of the Russia, th- this new type of Yisur. What? Yeah, the suffering. In other words, we should send obstacles his way. He gets stuck behind the train. He gets, the car won't start. We're doing that in order to, um, to give him a setback in his plans. And it could be, these are extreme cases that I'm giving, but sometimes, like a Russia, we can also just give him... Um, crises to deal with, things that are going to distract him, things that are going to take his focus away. He wants to plan out a big attack, he wants to, he wants to mount terrible, terrible um, um, acts of who knows what against, against humanity, against Klai Yisrael. So sometimes the suffering that will be that setback will be, you know, like we said, his car won't start on the way to the Chas Hashem the way to the to, to the terror plot, or sometimes he won't be able to plan it out. He won't be able to plot it out because Hashem will give him too many other things to bog him down and distract him with. Crisis for ISIS. What? Crisis for ISIS. A crisis for ISIS. Yes, nice. You know, I, I uh, there's there's a um, uh, there's a there's a um, organization in Eretz Yisrael. That lobbies on behalf of Arabs, and tries to throw Jews out of their houses to, so to speak, return um, homesteads, land, and houses to Arabs. And it is run by who do you think runs this organization? Jews or Arabs? Arabs. Jews. 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 Organization is run by Yidden, and they go out of their way, out of their way, um, to um, to find. Epis Arabs somewhere in a crazy place and, and they dig, dig up records and say, oh, you know, in between, during, between 48 and 67, this house belonged to your great uncle. We have to get you this house back. Rahman is Nebuch, Rahman is a terrible, terrible organization. Um, terrible organization. And uh, that's what they do. They have an office, they have secretaries, the people that are busy all day looking through, you know, the files and the property records to try to find. You know, Arabs that they can champion and, and, uh, and, and, and restore truth and justice. And take houses away from you and re- give them back to Arabs. So, uh, so my, my shver, 
father-in-law, he heard about this organization, he got to be very, very upset, much more upset than we're getting even, you know, just, just the, uh, the injustice and the, and the um, cruelty, you know, whether you think you're having Rahmanis look at you, you're being cruel to your own brothers. Anyway, he got very, very upset, so he set aside time every day that he would call the offices and just drain them a cup. <laughs> make them a sugar. He would keep them on the phone, just talk and talk and just keep them on the phone, drain them a cup, make them crazy <laughs> with, with, with Narish Kitan and just waste their time. We waste the time. It says he had a Seder every day. He did this for a whole, for a whole stretch. Every day he had a Seder, he would call them up and make these people crazy. And he said, why is he doing this? He said, 45 minutes that he keeps them from doing whatever they're doing is 45 minutes of time, you know, well spent and well invested. He's, he's saving Klai in those 45 minutes. 45 minutes less time that they have to, to, to hatch all these plots and these schemes and, and to try taking, you know, the, 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 the houses away from Klai So that's, you know, sometimes people do, do, do these Yisrael on their own to, to um, distract the Russia, to bag him down, to prevent them from doing uh, acts of destruction. But that's exactly what the Ramchal is referring to. You know, people, uh, it doesn't have to be these extreme, dramatic storybook cases where the, the guy is the, the, the terrorist with the, the bombs ticking in the trunk, right before he's about to show up at the, at the uh, site of the terrorist attack, gets stuck behind a train, gets stuck behind a, uh, a car crash or whatever, that, that also could be because it would just be him being distracted by, by uh, you know, people draining him a cup. Right, or any other kind of distraction. Okay, with the Ramchal continues. Let's go on over here. Um... All of the above um, cases and situations that we've been discussing, Hashem does everything with with um, unfathomable wisdom and, and, and incomprehensible chachma, uh, Hashem's, Hashem's approach to how He does things. We can't get into all the details, as the Ramchal keeps reminding us. We can't really put our head inside Hashem's head. We know the, the generalities, the principle, but in, in, in the specifics, how it works out, there, there's a lot going on. Everything is ultimately, ultimately all there for the betterment and, 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 and the greater good of Hashem's creations. All throughout all of this, Hashem is always judging all of His creations according to that which they are be'emes in reality. In reality. Pirish, what does that mean? You cannot compare somebody who <coughs> neglects his duties, neglects what Hashem wants from him, when he's living the good life, when he has everything working out his way, when money's not an issue, when health is not an issue, and time is not an issue, Someone who has everything that he needs, all the resources, and yet he still neglects what he's supposed to be doing. He's not davening properly. He's not learning properly. He's not giving tanaka properly. He's not working on his mitos properly. Someone like that, who has every resource available to him and really should be working, he's still not, not pushing himself. You can't compare him to umishu v'matzav Someone who's living a compromised life. Someone who has a difficult life. V'nitrad He's very distracted by all, this, all, all, all the, the pressure and the burdens that he has on him. <clears throat> And, and he's unable to push himself as far as he's, as he's supposed to. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, succeed in shleimus. He doesn't succeed in working things out, working on himself the way he's supposed to. You cannot compare the two people. 
says the Ramchal. Even though they may, to us, look like they have the same degree of, of failure, of neglect of their duties, this guy has no good reason why he should be failing. The other guy has a lot of reasons why he should be failing. They're going to be judged differently. All that is taken into account. Um, we're not, we can't judge both of them the same, even though they may have the same degree of failure, because that may be quantity-wise, but qualitatively, they have two completely different backgrounds and two, therefore, completely different sets of expectations. Each one is judged according to what's really going on behind the scenes. How much is it preventable? How much was it um, through to negligence? How much was it to, due to his, his inaction? Was, was it was it was it was it uh, amazed? It was uh, was was a was a conscious decision to uh, to 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 ignore his duties. How much was within his control? How much was was out of his control? Beyond his control? The Rebbeisham himself knows the real score. Knows how to adjudicate everything properly and correctly. Hashem takes everything, everything, everything into account, the actions and the intentions behind the actions, and judges everything le'amitam, according to what they really are. So the Ramchal, again, is telling us, don't think that you can apply any of these rules. Don't think you can look at anyone and analyze them. That's what's so, so important for the Ramchal to keep reminding us. Because we know the biggest danger in learning Derech Hashem is that we're going to come and now we're going to start preaching and we're going to start judging and we're going to start oh i know why this guy's suffering i know why you're suffering come come to me come to my kiosk over here i'm going to tell you you're just suffering you're, this is you 3b this is why you're suffering you're telling me a little bit about your life what's going oh this is why you're suffering this is why you're suffering we can never apply these things but there's a temptation to apply these things when we begin to learn more and more and more and we see more and more of derech hashem how hashem runs the world now hashem works hashem's ways we want to you know we, we get very very um confident and very uh, uh, excited to start applying this. The Ramchal has to keep reminding us that he can't apply any of this. We can't apply any of this because there Hashem. The way of Hashem is reserved for Hashem and Hashem only. Hashem knows <clears throat> the real score. Hashem knows what's going on to the core, which we can never know. Therefore, we have to keep being reminded to resist the temptation to apply this in real life. We always know what the options are, so we can speculate. Speculating, we're allowed to speculate. For ourselves, we ask ourselves, how come I'm suffering right now? How come things aren't working out? We can certainly speculate. We're supposed to speculate based on all the options. If someone comes and asks us for our advice, we can speculate with him. But if they give a psak, we can't give a psak. There's one other reason why L'Chair, the Ramchal is throwing this in over here, that um, you can't compare two different people that look like they have the same degree of failure um, because you don't know what the background is. The Ramchal is saying you, you done, everyone gets judged and what the Ramchal Luchar is saying in, in throwing this in specifically to this paragraph is that although the Ramchal told us that sometimes a Russia life will be more difficult for the Russia um, because he Hashem is neglecting him with um, reciprocity because he neglected God he neglected his Bechira or sometimes the Russia will be thwarted to prevent him from doing bad things um, that's also taken into account. That's also taken into account. In other words, 
specifically the first example, where someone who has made a series of bad decisions, and that's going to be much harder. He dug a big hole for himself. It's going to be harder for him to get out of that hole. The doors all started shut, shutting and slamming in his face. It's going to be harder for him to bang the doors down. That's true, because he has to reestablish himself and prove himself. But in the meantime, it's also understood in Shemaim that, yeah, things are harder for you. Things are harder for you right now, and we take that into account. That's vital are taken into account. The fact that things were made harder for this person. Now, he wants to be able to get his good standing back again. He wants to be able to um, make the right moves and the right decisions. It's going to be hard for him to do that. But in the meantime, it is taken into account that it did get harder for him. That's the other reason that I'm going to throw this in over here. And um, good. So we're, uh, we finished Dal. Tomorrow we'll continue with Hey. We're up to Hey now. We'll see Mirza Hashem.